and everything that makes country racing great. This is Bushbeat on Radio Tab. That was Hits News taking out the uh, Battle of the Bush Mariba qualifier on Saturday for Lacey Morrison and Georgie Holt defeating Danny's ruler and Hard Yaga. As we welcome you to Bushbeat for another week on Radio Tab, rounding up all of the country news. Not as much country news to round up after the weekend. We lost quite a few meetings due to the uh, the wet weather. There was a few transfers around and a couple of reschedulements and things like that. But we still have plenty of news to bring you on the show today. We'll look back at that Battle of the Bush qualifier and the whole meeting at Mariba, as well as a, a little recap on where we've uh, been so far for the Battle of the Bush. We've lost a couple of heats, but we've still managed to get three names into the uh, finalist list. We're also going to uh, showcase the Matt Iser meeting on Saturday that was part of the Outback Racing Showcase series. Helping us out with all of that news, as always, is Rob Lark. Good morning, Rob. Yeah, good morning, Tony. It's an uh, interesting weekend of racing it's been with only the two meetings, Tony. And I suppose this weekend it's going to be interesting to see the nominations come through because I'm sure they're going to be huge for various areas. Uh, I know the Central West, uh, we have a long-reach uh, race meeting scheduled uh, replacing the meeting for Aramac and expect numbers to be uh, huge. And, and there's every endeavour, Tony, uh, to ensure that we get to race in the Central West. Um, you've got to remember there's been so much rain in these areas. It's the drying out process mm. now, but each day of fine weather is bringing us closer to being able to race and uh, the clubs are working together to ensure that there will be racing in the Central West on the weekend. Of course, Emerald as well uh, gives the ability in our area at least for trainers to nominate and uh, be able to pick and choose a little bit. But uh, look, the rain's been wonderful, but... The winter weather is around a little bit and uh, it's just taking a while to dry out, but every endeavour happening to make sure racing happens this weekend. A quick look at Saturday's calendar sees the meetings, as you mentioned, uh, Emerald and Longreach, along with Home Hill, Innisfail, Mount Isa and Nanango. We'll talk more about that soon, but let's focus on that Mariba program from Saturday. As always, helping us out with our North Queensland news is Peter Rowe joining us on Bushbeat this morning. Good morning, Pete. Morning, Tony. Morning, Rob. How are we? We're good this morning. And also with us online, Georgie Holt, who trains at Snooze and uh, is now qualified to come to Brisbane. Georgie, welcome to the show. Good morning, everyone. Yeah, good morning to you, Peter and Georgie. Uh, I'm still talking to you, Georgie. Congratulations on the win of Mr. Whittington at Cairns yesterday. You beat us home with Dovey's Day, but it was great to see you had a good day out with Nora and Mr. Whittington. Any uh, news coming out of that meeting front for your stable, apart from that good win? Yeah, it was a, a great day yesterday. Um, we've sort of been out of luck the last few trips to Cairns, so it was nice to get back on the board. Um, but, yeah, both horses ran really well. Mr Whittington, he's uh, earned himself a little break in the paddock now and hopefully can let all of that process sink in. He's quite a little character that needs uh, a break from that now. Um, and Nora will have a couple of days and in the paddock for a break and she'll head back to the stables on the weekend and we'll keep going with her. 
Uh, and he's got a nickname, hasn't he, Brian? Mr. Yeah, yes. Um, Brian really just came out of nowhere, but he's certainly earned his name. And uh, I, I had a couple of months off the track after I had our second bub. And when I returned, I didn't re- quite realise how well-known Brian was until I heard every human that walked past him call out to him or mention his name. And I thought, this has, has to be the most popular horse in Townsville at the moment for all the wrong reasons. So he's got a lot of energy and a lot of attitude. <laughs> Good to see the characteristics coming through. And, uh, Peter, was there anything else out of that meeting uh, that you wanted to mention this morning before we turn our attention to Mariba and the Battle of the Bush qualifier? Oh, the one run that stood out to me was stifling. This filly's in really good form since coming back this prep for um, Bones Bailey. And, you know, yesterday, six, seven weeks between runs, and she was under the pump a long way out, but she, she definitely relishes at the Cairns track and... Um, got to the outside. I think that was a place to be yesterday. The inside, probably seven or eight horses was off. And you know, you, like later in the day, especially, they were coming down the outside fence. And I, I seen one of the trainers made a comment. Uh, I think the report was um, he couldn't get a run uh, on the outside fence. And he said he's never heard that one before. But that was how it was <laughs> yesterday afternoon. So it was a good day of racing. Uh, Mr. Whittington, as you said, was it was a good win. He deserved to win. He's in thereabouts to placings. And let me put it this way, I'm in Cairns and I know all about Brian, so he's, he's definitely a character. <laughs> and I heard a little bit uh, with Michael Charge on Sky Thoroughbred Central yesterday uh, interviewing the stable representative at one stage. Georgie, you can fill us in here because uh, Mr Charge was asking Mr Holt uh, why he looks so ripped and shredded at the moment and, he, and he's <laughs> lost a bit of weight and, and Mr Holt just let slip that he might be aboard one on Friday at Townsville, am I right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's been a bit of a... a a road for him so he sort of was getting himself in order uh, ahead of schedule which he doesn't normally do so that was out of character for him but <laughs> he was getting himself organized for the Horovian's return to the north um, and the weight shifted quite easily so once uh, the sad news of the retirement of the Horovian comes through he thought you know, I, I've shifted it quick enough. Let's see if I can just have a couple of goes, you know, because he doesn't get the opportunity very often. Um, and since then, we've been lucky enough to have You Make Me Smile move to North Queensland um, to have sort of one last crack at his racing career. And he'll, he's will he got a higher rating, so he's good enough for Aiden to try and jump aboard on Friday and um, have another go at the stunt. Be good to see him back in the uh, saddle. We all know the talent that he's got. But let's turn our attention to that Mariba meeting and that Battle of the Bush qualifier. Georgie, hit snooze. Has already been there. He's unplaced in last year's final. Um, are you intending to follow the path again and uh, head for Brisbane? It's probably the first question. Yeah, look, um, I think originally we, we weren't really aiming for it too much. You know, we've seen, obviously we know she was thereabouts each time last year and that's that's how she is with the qualifiers and all the sort of country racing she's always there um and we took a gamble last year um this year i was sort of just leaving it up my mum and dad own her so basically they get to call the shots we were just seeing the the race in mariba was too good to pass up that sort of prize money um she was worth the trip uh so you know whether she qualified or not um you know we were, we were going anyway and um now I've sort of just left it up to them, but at the moment on all reports, it looks as though she will be heading down. So your job now to plan the progress uh, towards the final. Um, 
And Pete, join in with your comments, please, because this particular mayor, um, I, I found it interesting. I've always noted her as being a front runner or right on the pace, but I noted Lacey Morrison going on board, and as soon as I saw that, I thought, hmm, Mariba, Lacey Morrison, Georgie Holton, Hit Snooze have got to be a big show in this race. But you've got to remember, this horse has been tried out to 1,600 metres as a uh, three-year-old, but this 1,200 to 1,100,000 metres seems to be the go now, Georgie and Pete, with her. Yeah, we've uh, we did a bit of experimenting with her, you know, as a three-year-old. Once she moved up here, we thought, you know, once once she first came up, we thought we probably we're in the right m mode here. You know, we ra ran into Lady Yendor a few times, which sort of brought us undone. Um, she just sort of was not quite up to that uh, tab meetings um, here in Townsville. She's just running into a better horse each time. So that's when we turned to the Borshaw. Um, then we thought we'd sort of step her up over a bit more ground over the guineas and um, give her that sort of, try, you know, try it out, run a few tests on her. And she never really disappointed us. Um, you know, we t take each run as we as she performs and, um, you know, we don't have the pressure of the owners. Mum and Dad are happy for us to just let us do what we want. And, um, you know, we worked out now. We just keep her happy poking along. She's happy with the thousands and the 1200s and... She gets to, you know, come home, go to the paddock for a couple of days, come back into work, do a little bit, go back to the races. Um, she's been sort of, looks like she's been up a long time, but she's also had a breather here and there, and it just keeps her happy. So if she's happy, the rest of us are. What do you do now with uh, with her, before, uh, with Hits News, uh, until Battle of the Bush final day in Brisbane? Yeah, she's in the paddock today. Um, she went straight into the paddock on Sunday. So we have paddocks on our property. So we get to, you know, I can monitor her every day of how, how she's going. But she'll stay out this week. I'll sort of play it by ear on next week, whether I keep her out there as well. Um, just give her a few days out. We do need to get her down there early, as we did last year. She's not a great traveller. Um, last year, she also got kicked on the truck on the way down. So that didn't... That didn't help a whole lot, but she will, um, yeah, all, going well this week. She'll have this little break, and um, if she's happy enough, I might bring her in and take her to Bowen um, the, the following week. Pete, anything for Georgia before we let her go? No, I just think this, uh, like, she was the horse that had to go from qualifier to qualifier last year to get in, and I think getting a win early on the board, I think, will help Georgie's cause because... You know, she'll be able to keep her fresh and not have the worry of having to qualify because she's already there. And as we all know, Wicked Styles, especially the Phillies, they're very temperamental and um, I think they're doing a very good job with her. And I, I honestly think, ridden right, she probably could get out to the 1400 again. As Georgie said, she never really disappointed and she's an honest mare. And, you know, when you got a mare in form, that's half the battle won. So I think she'll go down and be very competitive in the final with ridden right. And I think, you know circumstantially she wasn't able to be ridden to her um, strength last year down there and we all know you just got to keep her happy so hopefully if she draws a good gate she'll be competitive. Georgie one last question before we do let you go uh, it's still a while before we get to June 25 for the final at Eagle Farm uh, does Lacey retain the ride or do you look at a Brisbane jockey it's always that that difficult question do you stay with a, a successful combination or do you go with a, a jockey that knows the track backwards I guess with someone like Lacey you might almost have both. Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, to be very honest with you, we haven't even thought about going down that path yet. Um, look, last year, 
I guess it did bite us in the butt a little bit um, going to the Southerner. But as I said, mum and dad own the horse. I like to leave that sort of thing in their control. So then I can't get the blame if it doesn't work out. <laughs> um, but yeah, if if Lacey wants the ride, it, it turns hands down. I mean, I couldn't have asked for a better ride the other day. So if, if she, I know she has commitments with children and I can work out how hard that can be um but if if she wanted to put her hand up for it it's it's hers straight away um other than otherwise we'll leave it up to my dad to decide on that one great to have you on this uh, part and of bush beat this morning uh, rob just before we do go, go. i was just going to say i think the good thing is uh, georgie that clearly you're going to the final and, and in the past the far north and that area uh they haven't always been able to get down for whatever reason and um it was hard to always assess their their form lines trying to go into it. I know Tycoon Thunder's now moved down into the southeast corner and probably attempting to get into the final. So it's really good to see uh, that you're headed to the final. And, and this is a horse that's won 900 to 1400, and as Pete said, ridden in the right manner. Uh, and given your, your explanation of the travelling and getting kicked for last year, you just put a line through that. And, and we wish you well in, in the final. I, I think you're a very, very worthy contender. Thank you very much. Good on you, Georgie. Thank you for joining us this morning on Bushbeat. Thank you. Georgie Holt there, who trained Hits News to take out that Mariba qualifier on Saturday. Uh, Pete, it was uh, uh, the second leg of a winning double for Lacey Morrison. Her other was in the maiden plates for the Charlie Hoffman-trained Prince Shuvi. Yeah, newcomer to the north, and it was a um, hotly contested maiden. There was plenty of speed on, and um, Mariba tracked a tight little circuit, and they got off the turn a little bit, and Lacey was able to drive through on the inside, and just got there. Um, top CD, she made a real dash at them late, and went down as a short price favourite and, and always a lady having, having it second run for Elfie Baker was third and interesting, uh, interestingly enough Top CD come out on the real quick backup into mm. Cairns yesterday and she mm. got beaten I think by point one of a length again so yeah. um, not far off a win that that mare she is a beautiful big grey mare Top CD by Top Echelon and um, yeah when they went past the post in Mariba it's a very tricky angle so no one was sure but no Prince Shuvi, it obviously liked the, the transition to the north and it got got the job done. Yeah, uh, two maiden runs in the space of three days and probably went down by a combined margin of about a half a length uh, there to uh, to Prince Shuvi on Saturday and to the magic one for Albie Molino yesterday in that three-year-old maiden. I don't think it'll be long before uh, Daryl Paradise is standing in the winner's stall with uh, Top CD. No, I think you're spot on there. And I think once she, she learns to win a race, I think the penny might drop. She's... As I said, a really, really big filly, and I think once she grows into them legs and learns what racing's about, she'll be a nice horse in the north. Well, certainly, being a top echelon, she loves the wet. Peter, a couple of things stood out to me at the meeting. Uh, obviously, the first training winner for Megan Purvis uh, with Go To Park and Purposeful Miss, but also I heard uh, Tom Headley talking to Steve Hewlett this morning, and he's commenting on uh, the riding styles of Rachel Shred and just how much improvement he's seeing in in that. And of course, she had the good winner for Alex Malif in uh, Let's Conquer. I just thought they were two interesting uh, aspects of this meeting. Yeah, not only was it Megan's first winner, it was her first runner in the North as well. Um, obviously, just relocating to Townsville and. Um, that was a 10 out of 10 ride by Amanda Thompson. It was out the back and 900 metre races at the best of times you don't really see him run on too often and especially around Mariba but she took all the gaps and, and got there fluttering I think uh, run the race again and it probably wins. It was very tardy out of the gates and um, Kelsey took off uh, around them and got flung off the turn a little bit and he hit the front fluttering and he thought he was going to win hands down and then the ears pricked and the old boy was up to his tricks and wasn't until Purposeful Miss put its head in front that he really knuckled down and 
Um, Sogni first up for the Charlie Hoffman stable also was a good runner into third. And, yeah, I, I think you're spot on there. Um, Rachel is riding the best I've seen her ride. And, you know, it comes down a lot to confidence. You get put on good horses, your confidence builds, and obviously you, you ride winners. And she's now indentured to Roy and getting a really good opportunity on some of Roy and Tom's horses. And um, I know Let's Conquer wasn't one of them on the weekend. She rated him well in front of Alex Malifan. Um, a special shout-out to Simon and, and Prue Vaughan. The St. Stephen's College in Mariba had a um, tent there and a marquee, and Simon and Prue, uh, Simon's just joined the Mariba committee, and he, he's a teacher at St. Stephen's, and so is his wife, and they were busy bees running running the day, running the functions, and you know getting the crowd involved, and their owners in Let's Conquer, so it was great to see them celebrate that win. Um, it was a good training performance. Alex has really turned this horse around. He's another one that just likes to bowl along. And, and once he got to the front on Saturday, he knew he was going to be hard to run down. Day to favour was a much improved run into second. Um, and Forgiato was honest as they come run third. And, and then Rachel backed it up. She she took the last of Mariba in the first at Cairns yesterday. And as I said, you know, some of our apprentices up here, they, they can ride good. They've just got to be given the opportunities. And now Rachel's getting those opportunities and, and she's thriving yeah. on it. Yes, success leads to success, doesn't it? And, uh, and that applies also, I think, to Mazza Abe, Masayuki, because uh, he fit, featured with another winner on the day with Figured. I don't know what he does, Mass, on this horse, but he's the only one that can get him to run. Like He, he won a maiden in Atherton, and then he went down to Townsville. I think it was his next start and just was a flop. And I don't know, it's... I don't know. Maybe he maybe he understands Japanese, but he, this horse really thrives for Massa, and he's put in the hard yards. Massa is coming into the track, and he's riding a fair bit of work. And I tell you, if he was two kilos lighter, life would be a lot easier for him. But the KFC bucket's his favourite go-to meal, so he has to work hard to keep his weight down. But he definitely he definitely got that horse home well. Right, Bower, another one that once he wins for Daryl, I think Daryl will rack up winners with him. He just does everything he can to get himself beat. And Nay's there. It's a, it's a nice horse for Apple Ryan. It's only its second run in the north. Come off a win at Mount Garnet and up into Class B and top weight. Did a really good job just to go down short of a length for third. I feel so much better about myself this morning. I probably weigh two and a half jockeys worth. And, I, you know, KFC buckets are my friend as well. I don't feel as bad now. <laughs> oh, it's, it's a go-to joke. I think every time you see Matt, everyone asks him what he had for dinner and asks him, was it KFC? But, no, he's working hard. He's, he's riding a lot of work for Dad and myself and... Um, He's slowly getting his weight down there. He wants to back, back riding 54s at the tabs, and I think it's not far away. And when he's fit and not having to waste, he rides he rides well, Massa. But when he's cranky and not hasn't eaten for two days, gee, get out of his way. <laughs> Pete, uh, just a final question for you be, uh, in regard to the Battle of the Bush. I'm, I'm just really curious with the, the North Queensland and far North Queensland, is it a, without being disrespectful to horses, is it a fair assessment that we possibly haven't seen the best of your performers uh, make it down to the final, even if they've qualified? It's, it's a hard one, Rob. Obviously, we have to travel the furthest distance mm. and, you know, getting convincing owners to go down is a big thing. Um, like it's it's not an out of great out of pocket expense, but it's the fact that you've got to get down there, you've got to risk travelling your horse and whatnot. Um, and the other thing, I suppose, with us up here, Cairns isn't classed as country anymore. So to qualify your horses for the heat, it's we don't have as great opportunity. So you know you, you've got to pick the right horse out and take them everywhere. Um, Whereas I suppose out in the west and, and the southwest 
the all the races, whether they're like Barky or any or a non-tab, they're still all classed as country. So for us up here, our Cairns meetings aren't classed as country for the horses. Weirdly, they're classed as country for your riders, so your apprentices can claim all differently. But I suppose it's getting your horses to qualify. It's a hard thing. So a lot of our horses that go to the, the heats aren't your genuine open company horses. Um, different from Mariba on the weekend, you had the likes of Hit Snooze and Hard Yaga who are your genuine open horses. Denny's Ruler, for example, runs second. I think it's just out of Class B, but it qualified because it goes to the country races. Interestingly, too, a full brother to Penny Agua too, so yep. almost qualified for the sprint version, whereas Penny Agua was a genuine cup horse. So I think I think in the next couple of years, you'll see a better quality horses, that's for sure, because you know, people are starting to target it now and specifically place their horses to qualify for them. Um, Innisfail will be interesting. Um, I think it's not this meeting coming up, but the next meeting there is, is the second heat up this way. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. Oh, I, I know Hard Yaga will probably head that way. Nata Shah, I dare say, will. Exceedingly cool trained on the track. So I think it'll be a very, very good um, heat. And I think if you run Mariba over three or four times again, you'd probably have a different result each time. Um, hit snooze. I think when Banks was scratched, it played in Hit Snooze's hands because she was able to dictate, and, and we all know that's how she likes to race. So, um, yeah, it's it's an interesting topic, and when we talk about it all the time up here, yep. but I think trainers will now start to target it a bit more specifically. Yeah, good assessment, Peter. And I know the Northwest in a similar boat, distance-wise, and all that sort of thing, and getting the the horses down there. But the concept keeps growing, as we're going to hear more shortly uh, with trainers of the uh, of the pre of uh, heat winners that have already occurred but great to have you again on uh, bush beat this morning thanks guys and yeah look forward to i think our next bush meetings in Asphalt this weekend and then back to the tab yeah we've got uh, plenty of great racing coming up thanks for joining us this morning no worries guys have a good day peter rowe there checking in on what happened at mariba on the weekend we're going to catch up uh, very soon with another special guest as we look back at the uh, mount isa program that was hewn and transferred to mount isa on saturday rob but uh before we do that we're going to uh, profile one of the uh, the runners that has already qualified for the final and catch up with the uh, the trainer as well rodney little trained jarhead to win the qualifier at longreach arwanichi lets down in the center of the track hamlin goes for it Jarhead has rushed up along the rails. Zillator. Jarhead for Ilfracoma. Shot clear. Awanichi charging. Jarhead. Emma Bell wields a whip and Jarhead gets up by a length on Zillator. Cheer, Rodney Little. You're going to Brisbane. Awanichi into third. Ilfracombe trainer Rodney Little with us this morning on Bushbeat. And, of course, Rodney prepared the Longreach Heat winner for the Battle of the Bush in Jarhead, a convincing winner over Zillator and Arwanicha. Good morning to you, uh, Rod. And again, you're off to Brisbane. You've got a bit of a proven record of heading to the Big Smoke. Yes, Rob, yes. Um, came as a bit of a surprise. Um, as I say, I thought the horse had done a big race, but I didn't think he'd, he'd go that well against them sprinters. You know, he's more of a 1,400-mile horse, but, yeah, being nice and fresh, he, he's done real well, yes. He had uh, commenced the campaign with a strong run at Blackall and then Bar Calden, and an impressive run at Bar Calden where you could see him finishing on hard. Emma Bell really is that inside barrier to advantage. The gates opened up coming into the home turn and clear running to the post. Yeah, that's right, Rob. It was a good ride with a bit of patience there because she was lucky that the runs just kept coming, eh? And but she had no interruptions at all. I mentioned at the beginning that you're off to Brisbane again. Uh, Ilfracombe trainers have an outstanding record between Boy Forster and yourself. And, of course, 
You've been to the Big Smoke before for the Battle of the Bush final with Kaka Kenny. You've had Boingo in as a emergency and then she ran a huge race at odds of 200 to 1 in a race at Eagle Farm. How do you measure Jarhead against those horses, uh, given that, you know, the long Eagle Farm straight, it's uh, a tough 1,200 metres? How do you rate him uh, with his prospects compared to your previous charges? Oh, I think probably as good. Rob, it's a bit hard to say. Like, with some Kaka Kenny, you know, he was a favourite. But with Jarhead, he's more, as I say, over 1,400 of my horse, in my opinion. But I think the track will... Absolutely suit him down to a T, yeah. And the, the ownership group must be very excited about the prospects of heading to Brisbane. Shane Dowling, part ownership in, of course, uh, Boingo and Kaka Kenny and now Jarhead and uh, Gary Stoll. I don't think there's probably not too many uh, luckier owners in the Central West than Gary at the moment, Rodney? No, I don't think so. He, he seems to have a knack of getting horses, doesn't he? And he was tickled pink with this one. Yeah, as you said, uh, a little bit half unexpected, but the runs uh, were promising in the lead-up, and uh, I'm quite sure that you guys uh, are going to be all out in force for the final down there in Brisbane. Now, now question to you. How do you plan the preparation now that you've got in early and got this heat win out of the way? Well, at the moment, Robert, it's proven a bit of a handful with this rain. Um, like we've hardly moved a horse since the rain started. So, yeah, it's, it's got me thinking at the moment, yeah, trying to work out what I'm going to do, yeah. Is he the sort of horse that needs continual racing or is he a, a horse that races better on the fresh side? No, I think over this 1,200, Rob, he'll be better on the fresh side, yeah. But having said that, he still needs one or two if I can get him into him, yeah. yeah well, he's building a decent uh, record, this Warhead Gelding, now with the 45 starts, seven wins and 18 minor placings. But, right, I think you'd prefer to be in the position of knowing that you're in the final. Yeah, that's right. Rob, at least you're not chasing your tail, are you? Um, and with this weather, you don't know what's going to go on, do you? No, that's right. And uh, just finally, uh, this morning, uh, your views on the Battle of the Bush. Obviously, it's a $200,000 race now. And, of course, the Country Stampedes and the Country Cup at the end of the year. How does this sit with you with country racing to have the prospects competing in these events? Oh, well, it's just something like a dream come true, Rob, isn't it? Like I've been doing it for years and to be able to take a horse to Brisbane, just, yeah, it's a real thrill, mate, yeah. Well, as I said, Ilfracombe's got an enviable reputation between yourself and Boy Forster and I'm sure Boy will be lining up to um, try and get one of his charges in there as well. Good luck as we head to the final. We'll look forward to uh, the progress of Jarhead heading to Brisbane for the final of the Battle of the Bush. Thanks again this morning, Rod. Thanks very much, Rob. Wicked Wicky comes for home, but here comes Raiden and all about me. Raiden, Raiden is coming down the outside. Wicked Wicky holding on, but Raiden big strides going past him. Raiden has come and raided it all right. Got home, great ride again from Jay Doolan. For there, Raiden wins it from Wicked Wicky. Next was all... The, Heat winner from the Mount Isa Battle of the Bush qualifier, Raiden, trained by John Manselman out of Mackay. Um, John, you would have been pleased with that win of Raiden over a track specialist and a multiple winner up there in Wicked Wiki. Yeah, mate, he went really good on the day. Uh, I was very proud of the way he went. He comes home now and goes for a little break for a couple of weeks and then we're preparing for the finals. It's good to know that we're in, into the field, we can sort of 
work his preparation around the final now. Yeah, that's an interesting topic many people have. Do you see it as a good advantage, this uh, picking up one of the first round of heats so you can plan and prepare? Or to some people, is it too big a break in between? I don't think so. It is It is what it is. Um, that's the conditions of the series and the conditions of the race. So you just got to work with what you've got. And if you win an early heat, well, you have the time up your sleeve to give your horse a little freshen up and aim for the final. And Raiden's um, pretty used to that sort of uh, approach too, getting freshen up and then and continuing to race. Uh, he, he certainly can handle long campaigns. Yeah, he can. And he's an older horse now, so I find those older horses go better if you just give, give them a little freshen up here and there and keep them racing. They sometimes take a little while to come back if you give them a good spell. So I'd, I'd rather do it the way that we do it with him. It seems to suit him, and I'd much rather know that I'm in the race than having to keep going around and he's just trying to get my ticket. Yeah, well summed up, and uh, he's experienced at going to Brisbane. He competed in a Battle of the Bush final behind uh, rather salubrious at Eagle Farm, and he's placed second and uh, about fifth, I think it was, last year in the Stampede. So... He's proven himself before, and age doesn't weary him by the looks of it, so you'd, you'd be pretty confident going into the final? I'm never confident, mate, always hopeful, but no, he's a wonderful old horse. He tries his guts out. He's been very good to me, so I'm happy to have him in the race. I can imagine there's one thing you'll be hoping for that he hasn't experienced as yet, and that is a decent barrier draw in a final? Yeah, exactly. He always seems to draw an outside marble, but that's just the way it goes. You Got to deal with the, the cards you dealt on the day. So just got to hope. And as I said, always hopeful. So he's come back fit and well. Is there any particular uh, races you now target? Is there other qualifiers that you go for leading into it or just plot the uh, campaign with the races that suit best? Well, I'm in a good position. I know he's in the race, so I can just plot his campaign to what suits him. There's a couple of other horses in, in my team that I'll be chasing other Eats with to try and get multiple runners in the final, but with Raiden, he'll just do what suits Raiden and the best. It certainly is a series that's uh, grown in stature, John, uh, since the inception, now a $200,000 race. Your comments, views on the, the Battle of the Bush as, as uh, part of country racing? Oh, it's a wonderful concept, mate. I've been lucky enough to be in every final so far of the Battle of the Bush and the Stampede and Country Cups finals, so something I'm very proud of that we haven't missed one yet and to race for 200,000 with these horses that are going around in the bush week in week out is extremely good prize money so I think it's a wonderful concept and, and it seems to get better and better every year. Thanks for your comments this morning uh, John we look forward to Raiden as he progresses through to the final and good luck on final day um, with Raiden as the winner out of the um, qualifier in Mount Isa. Thank you mate. Tada. Wonderful, Rob, to be able to uh, profile the three trainers of the uh, the three winners of the heats so far for the uh, 2022 Tab Battle of the Bush series. Uh, of course, we've lost the heats already at uh, Burren Down, Bundaberg and Jandawi, shuffling things around and, and moving them here, there and everywhere to make sure that we get the uh, the heats to roll through. But uh, Jarhead winning at uh, Longreach for Rodney Little and Raiden winning at Mount Isa for John Manselman and hits news at Mariba on Saturday for Georgie Holt. Great to be able to hear the, uh, the comments from all three trainers. Trainers this morning on Bushby. 
Yeah, time permitting each week, Tony, we'll try to get trainers on, um, trainers or owners, whoever's available uh, with the heat winners so we can keep profiling these runners and get a clearer picture on finals day. But, Tony, we had uh, another series that continued on at Mount Isa on the weekend with the Hewenden meeting move to Mount Isa, the Hewenden Spa Supermarket Outback Racing Showcase heat happened there. But just before listening to that and a special guest in regard to it, just a couple of quick wrap-ups there. Dunners was a good win for Robert Burrow and Matty Gray. Good on you, Matty Gray, back in the winner's circle. Uh, took the benchmark 55. Solvers for Tanya Parry, maintaining that uh, tied position in the Premiership. Uh, now with that win, Terry Hill on board in the maiden plate. Teddy Mercury, a horse that loves the track for Denise Ballard and Dan Ballard. Three from four now with the Toronado uh, gelding in the benchmark 65. And Pren Prestissimo for Mark Lewis and Robbie Farr travelled all the way up from Longreach to the meeting. The Piero getting up in the benchmark 50. But the feature was Loud Enough, who has such a marvellous record at the track with seven wins from 17 and eight minor placings, a strong winner of the Outback Racing Showcase heat. They leave the back straight. Craig Leo Tona trying to lead all the way. Cap sets still about a length behind, but here comes Level 8 and Loud Enough. They're moving forward at the 400. Myola Millie makes it a big bunch there as they head to the straight and then break dance about four lengths at the back. Now it's Level 8 and Cap Set. They come into the turn and they're in front. Level 8 leads the way from Cap Set. Loud enough on the outside and then Craig Leo Turner on the inside. Level 8 gets clear. Level 8 goes away and oh he's doing it hands and heels. Going away easy there from Capset. Then loud enough and Craig Leo Turner. Oh but at level 8 loud enough I should say did it in a canter. Second there was Capset and then it looks as though it's a uh, trifecta with level 8 uh, Finishing up there in third, and then came breakdance. Yes, it was a Stephen Roy's trifecta, and uh, it would have been those uh, striped colours coming from everywhere there down the straight at Mount Isa on uh, Saturday. Rob, loud enough for Shane Nielsen defeating Capset for Jason Herbert and Level 8 running third for Jeffrey Felix in the Hewenden Spa Supermarket Outback Racing Showcase heat. And, of course, that was the uh, Hewenden program transferred to Mount Isa on the weekend. It was, and Shay Nilsson, the young apprentice who joins these apprenticeship ranks uh, in the North Queensland area, of course, indentured to John Mansman, brings up win number five, and it's win number two on Loud Enough. Shay, good morning to you. Welcome to Bushbeat. Good morning, guys. Thank you for having me. Our pleasure. Um, and it was win number five. I always ask apprentices this because you guys know what your winning rate is. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure we pay a lot of attention to it. Yes, it is win number five for me. So you're down to three kilos now? Yeah, lost the four kilo claim. It um, certainly didn't last very long, which is good on my behalf. So. Tell us about your association with Loud Enough. He seems to go well for you, the uh, the two wins now from the two rides. Yeah, look, I, I feel like we're getting along just well. Um, I, didn't, I didn't know the horse or the trainer before I travelled out to Mount Isa for that first meet uh, three weeks ago, which was the Gregory Downs meet. Uh, that was transferred to Mount Isa. Um, the first encounter I had with him was actually when he walked into the mounting yard. And I tell you what, uh, Steve presented him A1. He looked amazing. He was shiny. He knew what he was there for. And, you know, he just came out and showed him all exactly what he's made of. I was a little worried that yeah. you were actually referring to the trainer more so than the horse, but I see where you're going with all of that, <laughs> that he was shiny and well prepared and knew what it was all about. Yeah, that's it. 
you've uh, you, you uh, as I said, had five winners, and of course one for your master in uh, John Mansman. Uh, make it two with just Frank, and your first provincial winner, Bernie's Tiger, uh, just recently on the tenth of May. Yeah, yeah, they um, both horses for the boss went really well, and I was very happy with both their wins. Um, and of course, we must mention your first win came at Birdsville um, on uh, Rosa Raya, and uh, I'm sure Rick McMahon was one of the first to congratulate you when you came back to the enclosure. Uh, yes, he certainly was, and I tell you what, I'll, I'll never get sick of hearing about the day that I managed to outride Rick McMahon. So um, you can say that again a couple of times. I'll never get sick of that. But yeah, he um, he was very supportive, and you know he was he was always the first there to lend a helping hand and give me any advice that I asked about. Yeah, I know Rick will take it in the right uh, vein as well. Uh, always supportive to the younger jockey. Now, I know uh, you know you're with John up there, but how did you end up with Johnny Mansman in Mackay? Uh, look, me and my partner, we moved up to Mackay uh, just over three years ago. So we were first off uh, south of Melbourne, down in Geelong, um, and we decided to make that move after we unfortunately lost two children down there so I um I had a daughter in 2018 and a son in 2019 um, and three months after losing Chase we decided to make a move for the better and sort of get away from there and start fresh again um and it's definitely been very beneficial for us um mentally and physically and you know we're both doing really well up here and I'm just loving it they often say things like that, that a change is as good as a holiday and sometimes that change of scenery can just totally, I guess, almost show... It's, it's almost like a reset. You, you have to put sort of those dark things behind you and, and then look for the sunshine where it, wherever it may take you. you everything's, you're doing all right now with things like that, with, uh, mentally and that sort of thing? Yeah, look, it, it, I, you always have your bad days. You know, mm. you don't know what people are fighting behind closed doors, so you've always got to be nice. Um, it, it isn't always easy for me. But I've, I've definitely, the kids are the reason that I'm here. The kids are the reason that I strive to do the best that I can do. And for as long as I'm making them proud, I'll, I'll be happy. Yeah, and I would imagine that's, uh, that's how you'd be feeling every time you, you manage to pass the winning line first. Uh, that's uh, something that would come straight to mind straight away. Uh, most definitely. They're, they're always riding with me, no matter where I am, what mm. race I'm in. Um, they're definitely always there to, to help me and keep me safe. Wonderful. The horses are the ray of sunshine, in other words, Shay, that, that keep pushing you forward on, on their behalf. And a bit of a feat coming up this weekend, I do believe, uh, in terms of, uh, was it going to Home Hill for John? Yeah, um, Home Hill for John this week. I believe I have a full book for him. So that's including the cup that's there and the, um, I think it's a stampede heat, is it? Hey, I'm pretty sure it would, uh, the Battle of the Bush heat. Battle, yeah, Battle of the Bush, sorry. Yeah. Um, so that's the next achievement in itself, the full book of uh, rides. And uh, the best way for anyone to uh, contact you for rides in coming meetings is via John, is it? Yes, yes, most definitely. He organises both mine and Jade's rides and he does a super job at it. So <laughs> always contacting him is the best way. It must be a great uh, help to have Jade around as well as much as she's going through uh, the early days of her apprenticeship. Uh, you know, there's, uh, I guess, a little bit of camaraderie and probably a little bit of competitiveness there as well. No, look, I'm, I'm not a super, super competitive person and I can't thank Jade and John both enough for everything that they've done for me. But um, Jade within herself, she's a superwoman. She can do a thousand things at once and she won't forget a single thing you've told her. So 
she's um she's a great help and she's always there to support me when I need her. Yeah, it just makes me tired thinking about some of the uh, the work that she gets up to and and things that get done uh, in any given week and the miles <laughs> she's, that, um, that, that they yeah, do. Yeah, she's a superhuman. That one. Yeah. Wonderful to be able to give you a little profile this morning and have a chat to you. Congratulations again on that heat win there on the weekend and hopefully many more winners and won't be the last time you join us on Bushbeat. No, thank you so much and thank you for having me. I've enjoyed it. Shay Nielsen with us this morning. Rob, we've covered plenty of territory and had plenty of special guests this morning. Been a wonderful show and we've got a, a big weekend coming up, uh, weather permitting and track conditions permitting. Uh, tab meetings uh, today is the Kilcoy car transferred from Friday to Toowoomba today, Thursday at Rockhampton. Friday, looking forward to the uh, the Northern Jewel heat that's going to be run at Townsville and also the classic prelude for the two-year-olds. Nanango have a tab meeting on Saturday and that will feature their Battle of the Bush qualifier. Other Battle of the Bush qualifiers, as we've touched on at Home Hill, which is also Burdekin Cup Day. Emeralds Cup Day on Saturday as well with their Battle of the Bush qualifier. The next of the Outback Racing Showcase heats at Longreach with the meeting transferred from Aramac. Next of the up-and-coming Stayers Series is going to be at Innisfail on Saturday. Mount Isa Racing on Saturday as well. We'll look forward to those uh, interviews and comments we'll get with winning trainers following the Battle of the Bush, Tony. We might be spreading them over a couple of weeks as uh, we progress to the final. And great to have Shay on, as you said, this morning. I think we'll hear more of that young lady in her quest to uh, continue getting winners. But we'll be back next week. Just email me at barkersnews at optusnet.com.au. Any stories, any information uh, that we can relay on Bushbeat. Look forward to it next week. Good morning to you. Good morning, listeners. Good on you, Rob. Thank you for that. And thank you to all of our guests joining us this morning. Peter Rowe, Georgie Holt. Also, uh, the spots that Rob was able to recall with Rodney Little and John Manselman and Shane Nielsen there at the end. We wish everyone good luck and safe racing on the weekend. And we'll be back to report on it again next week at the same time on Bushbeat on Radio Tab.